As the rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you very warmly to this service for Easter Day, which is brought to you while our doors are closed due to the coronavirus outbreak. It has been collated from our archive of live choral music, hymns and liturgy, together with prayers and a sermon specially recorded for this service, and with readings led by members of our choir and congregation and recorded in their own homes. We shall be offering this act of worship on your behalf, and so please join your prayers with ours. May I wish you all a very happy Easter, and may the light and hope of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. Welcome to St. Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this Easter day and a very happy Easter to you all. We now sit or kneel for our opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts 
by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We stand for the glory.
Lord of all life and power, who through the mighty resurrection of your Son overcame the old order of sin and death to make all things new in him, grant that we, being dead to sin and alive to you in Jesus Christ, may reign with him in glory, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be praise and honour, glory and might, now and in all eternity. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, beginning at the 34th verse. Then Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from St Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. And she said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then 
Peter and the other disciples set out and went towards the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Back in February, which seems a very long time ago now, I suspect that for all of us these days, the old normal is starting to feel like an increasingly distant memory. Back in February, I preached a sermon in which I referred to the origins of the medieval Guild of St. Bride, which was established here in the year 1375. One of the principal functions of that parish guild 
was to keep a light burning before the statue of St. Bridget the Virgin, our patron saint, St. Bride. As some of you will be aware, during this difficult period, when our doors have been locked and public worship here and in churches throughout the land has had to cease due to the pandemic, I too have been keeping a candle burning here. And in lighting it each day, I have felt a strangely powerful connection with those medieval guildsmen and indeed with all those who, across the centuries, have kept the light of Christ alive here throughout some of the most turbulent and tumultuous times of our nation's history. What you will not know is that the candles that I've been lighting here each day, I'm taking from the large box of votive lights that in any normal year we would have given to congregation members at our dawn service this morning on Easter Day. It is the service at which we kindle the Easter fire and bless and light our new Paschal candle, from which members of the congregation then light their own individual candles. We gather round the Paschal candle still in darkness, holding our lit candles as the resurrection of Christ is proclaimed and the exalted, the Easter hymn of praise, is sung by a solo voice. Rejoice, heavenly powers, sing choirs of angels. Rejoice, all creation around God's throne. Jesus Christ, our King, is risen. Sound the trumpet of salvation. During these dark and difficult days, it has somehow felt very significant that the specific candles I have been lighting here as a sign of continuing hope and continuing prayer contain within them that symbolic connection with the Easter message and its promise of new life, the other side of darkness. Many of you have been able to join our worship during the period when our doors have been closed and throughout Holy Week by listening at home to the special services we have been making available through our website. Thanks to the extensive archive of recorded services that we have here, we've been able to construct acts of worship that combine recordings from the past with new spoken material, prayers and sermons, which speak to our situation in the present day. Indeed, during your Easter Sunday lunch today, you might like to raise a glass to Matthew Morley and Neil Bellingham, who are the two people who have worked tirelessly to make that extraordinary feat happen. We really are much in their debt. Listening to these services, it has been wonderfully cheering to hear recordings of the St. Bride's congregation worshipping together as we do Sunday by Sunday during normal times. But during Holy Week, an extraordinary thought struck me. The recordings of our congregation singing hymns and joining in the liturgy are drawn from a range of services from the past, some very recent, others from longer ago. 
And I suddenly realized that amongst the voices we are hearing, singing, and praying will be those of some much-loved congregation members who are sadly no longer with us because they have passed away. You may know some of them. The present pandemic has already claimed at least one of our church family, and sadly, there will doubtless be more. So I find it both profoundly moving and extraordinarily wonderful to realize that this Easter, we are celebrating the resurrection of Christ from the dead with the voices of both the living and the dead joined together in praise and thanksgiving. What could be more appropriate than that? Seen in this light, it really does feel as if when we hear the recordings of our congregational hymns, we really are listening to the communion of saints bound together in worship, itself a small foretaste of the heavenly kingdom that awaits us. Amazing, isn't it? Throughout Holy Week, we explore all of the most significant and profound realities of human life. Betrayal, tragedy, desolation, death. And then life, joy, and a new hope when Easter dawns. A hope that we discover not in spite of the darkness that overshadows human life, but which emerges from the very heart of that darkness. All of these powerful themes are woven together into a seamless robe. And in fact, how could it be otherwise? For you cannot have a resurrection unless you first have a death. Like many clergy of my own vintage, I was profoundly shaped by a book first published in 1977 by W.H. Vanston called Love's Endeavour, Love's Expense. It concludes with an extraordinary poem that was subsequently revised and turned into a hymn, a hymn that we sang in the service that we shared online on the evening of Passion Sunday. The poem begins as a celebration of the wonder of God's love, which we can see in the world around us, in the gift of creation, and in the very best kinds of human creativity and endeavor. But it then turns its attention to another very different kind of gift, a very different kind of love, which is more extraordinary still, yet hidden. The words of the hymn version of Vanston's poem are these. Morning glory, starlit sky, soaring music, scholars' truth, flight of swallows, autumn leaves, memory's treasure, grace of youth. Open are the gifts of God, gifts of love to mind and sense, hidden is love's agony, love's endeavor, love's expense. Love that gives, gives evermore, gives with zeal, with eager hands, spares not, keeps not, all outpours, ventures all, its all expends. 
drained is love in making full, bound in setting others free, poor in making many rich, weak in giving power to be. Therefore, he who shows us God, helpless hangs upon the tree, and the nails and crown of thorns tell of what God's love must be. Here is God, no monarch he, throned in easy state to reign. Here is God, whose arms of love, aching, spent, the world sustain. The light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets, we believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. In the joy and hope of the resurrection, let us pray to our Heavenly Father. Almighty God, we thank you for your many gifts to us. Give us thankful hearts for all your many blessings. We hold before you this day the needs of our world and all whom we carry in our hearts. Loving God, we pray for the leaders of the nations and for all in positions of leadership and authority 
at this difficult time. We pray for those responsible for managing and supporting fragile economies, allocating inadequate resources, and striving to feed and care for those whom they govern. We pray especially for all who work in the medical and caring professions, for those who are struggling to tend the sick and to sustain life in the hardest of circumstances. We remember particularly those whose own health and welfare are put at risk through their care and their service to others. We pray for those who are keeping our supplies of food and necessary resources available, for those responsible for administering justice, law and order. And we pray for our journalists and for those working in the media, for all who disseminate advice and information at a time of great uncertainty and fear that they may always do so wisely and with integrity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this Easter day, we celebrate with many Christians throughout the world the gift of new life and new hope in the risen Christ. We pray for the church worldwide, remembering especially Christians who are persecuted for their faith and thankful that we are able to worship in safety and in freedom. We give thanks for all who have supported and inspired us on our own journeys of faith. And we pray that we may in turn be worthy ambassadors of Christ's gospel of justice, peace, and healing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Crucified and risen Christ, the light of life, hold in your loving arms all who are suffering this day, those struggling with physical, psychological, or emotional pain. We pray especially for all whose lives have been devastated by the present pandemic, for those who are isolated at home, cut off from friends and loved ones, for those who are sick and alone and yearn to be held, for those who are fighting for life, who are fearful or in despair. And we pray for those who have died and for any who are dying now, for all who are living with the pain of bereavement, especially those unable to attend funerals of family members. And we pray too for those facing financial ruin, loss of employment, or insecurity in the future. Surround them all with your love 
and help us all to strive for a better, more just, and more compassionate world where we can seek to support one another the more. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, you have delivered us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your Son. Grant that as his death has recalled us to life, so his continual presence may raise us to eternal joy. So we pray for ourselves and for one another as we entrust our lives anew to your loving service. Living Lord, we ask for your protection and guidance. May your love surround us. May your wisdom inspire us. May your will direct us. May your strength sustain us. And may your holy angels guard, protect and defend us in all that we do. We ask this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Then were they glad when they saw the Lord. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Let us pray. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise, Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. But chiefly we are bound to praise you because you raised him gloriously from the dead. For he is the true Paschal Lamb who was offered for us and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again he has restored to us everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. 
we do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen.
God of life, who for our redemption gave your only begotten Son to the death of the cross, and by his glorious resurrection have delivered us from the power of our enemy. Grant us so to die daily to sin, that we may evermore live with him in the joy of his risen life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace, and opened the gate of glory. May we, who share Christ's body, live his risen life. We, who drink his cup, bring life to others. We, whom the Spirit lights, give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us, so we and all your children shall be free, and the whole earth live to praise your name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. We stand for our closing hymn.
the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.